High School Holla. Holla, Chicago. We're back for another Saturday morning edition of the H2S2 High School Holla Sports Show. I'm Steven Spoon Ramsey, repping for the great class of 88. We are so glad to be back. Did you miss us? We definitely missed you, and we're welcoming everyone from Chicago and surrounding areas to the best show for high school sports. Want to give a big holler to a few of our new friends. Hollers out to our friends at Straight From The Go. Check out their movement founded by Raven Smith, a senior at Morgan Park High School doing things to combat violence in our city. Go out and support straight from the go. Also, to our friends from Prep Insight Magazine, Garrett from the back in the day Calumet High School, and Marsha, also from CVS, repping for the Cavaliers. We also want to give hollers out to all of my athletic directors out there across the city of Chicago, keeping high school sports relevant and students involved. So make sure you, to support any of the city's high school sports initiatives in your area and in your community. Holler at us on the social media network of your choice. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Snapchat. That's right, we have made it to Snapchat at Urban Fieldhouse. Also, like our Facebook page, the High School Holler Sports Show. We want to hear from you and what school you repping on today's show. We have the H2S2 scoreboards to catch you up on how your school squad represented this week. In Diva Sports, we recap the Chicago Public School Girls Volleyball Championships, both for the Junior Varsity and the Varsity Division. We'll let you know how you can find out which schools from Chicago will compete for a state football title. That's coming up. Also, we'll talk about the Chicago Elite Classic and let you know what teams will be participating in the b-ball tournament at the uic pavilion that and much more is coming up on the h2s2 show first let's talk about a special twitter challenge put out there in support of a great high school baller kizo brown if you haven't heard our young brother kizo was recently hospitalized for some personal reasons we're just gonna leave it at that and what he needs is our support to get him back on the right track. So in support of Kizo Brown, some of his close friends and classmates and teammates from Simeon and the basketball circuit, not only in Chicago, but from other cities as well, joined together to tweet out the Kizo Brown Challenge. Hashtag Kizo Brown Challenge. The challenge is simple. If you know Kizo, he was an awesome left-handed shooter. So join the challenge shoot a three as a lefty those ballers who've already met the challenge are the likes of his Simeon teammates Talon Horton Tucker and Xavier Penson Morgan Parts, Ayu DeSamanu and Tamel Person Ors Chase Adams Sean Harris and Terry Williams III Whitney Young's Javon Freeman Thornton's Mario Brown Joliet West Johnny Holman Bogan grad Luan Pipkins, Longwood Charter grad Terrence Lacey, Donald's Grove South grad Tyrese Spencer, and from Detroit, Rocket Watts, and a host of others. I see you out there, Chris Graham, Chris Dixon Williams, Robert Harvey, Cameron Burrell, Elijah Nelson, 
I see y'all out there. Demetrius Plunge, Steph Jones. Man, we hope more brothers and even you sisters who are out there balling could come on and take this challenge and support Akizo Brown. Let's get behind this challenge and support other challenges like this that support our student athletes and our youth. The H2S2 will be also joining into the challenge. As I work on my jumper a little bit, I want the challenge to be right. You know what I'm saying? I want my lefty to be hooked. You can also find ways to support through donating your time, talent, and resources. Go to the Urban Fieldhouse Foundation website at www.urbanfieldhousefoundation.org for more information on how you can help our area student-athletes and athletic programs. After the break, it's scoreboard time. Catching you up on the scores from the week, and we also preview our H2S2 Game of the Week. Stay with us. It's the High School Holler. He worked out early, practiced late, and studied well into the night. The next day, he did it all over again. She missed time hanging out and socializing with friends so she could make it on time to practices and games. He became a top student and a confident leader, even as he helped his team win back-to-back conference titles. She became a role model in her community, even as she led her team to an undefeated season. And when they finished playing high school sports, what did they do next? She graduated from college with honors and went to work for a successful company. He attended graduate school and became a difference maker in his community. Because that's what student athletes in Illinois do. They use the skills they develop playing high school sports today to do even bigger things in life tomorrow. High school sports. A winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Illinois High School Association and the Illinois Athletic Directors Association. Yo, 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 what's up? Are you a sports fan? Do you want to impress your family and friends with the knowledge of the game while in the stands or roaming the sidelines? Well, the High School Hall of Sports Show is looking for you. We are seeking dedicated students from all over Chicago and the suburban high school area to join the H2S2 Sports Reporting Crew. If you want to be a part of the H2S2 Reporting Crew, here's what you need to do. Send an email to H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. Again, that's H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. And in the subject line type i want to join the h2s2 reporting crew and in 100 words or less tell us about your high school pride and your high school mascot and which team you would like to represent every email will be reviewed so don't hesitate or wait here's the chance to join the h2s2 reporting crew and to get turned up for your school because you never know if we will be at your school next tune in every saturday night from 6 to 7 p.m to the high school holla sports show high school holla Welcome back to the High School Holler Sports Show. Time now for the H2S2 scoreboard brought to you by 100 Watt Lights, gear and accessories with artwork designed with a positive message inspired to protect the children. Find out more about them and their organization at their website, 100wattlights.org. Let's now kick things off with some scores starting with Monday night game. High Park Thunderbirds taking on the Urban Prep Lions. The Thunderbirds losing 30-12. Wednesday night scores all coming out of the publicly intra-city conferences. Intra-city one matchup. Chicago Tech Panthers 34-14 winners over the Prosser Falcons. Out of the intra-city two conference, Catalyst Maria Wolves 35 over Bogan Bengals 12. Intra-city three conference conference matchups Kennedy Crusaders fall into the Crane Cougars 17 to 2 Little Village Phoenix losers 
to the Farragut Admirals, 34-6. Carver Challengers shut out Coralist Trojans, 30-zip. Moving to Thursday scores in the Public League City Playoff action, Coach Elton Harris takes his Hubbard Greyhounds, and they take on J.C. Carter and the Western House Warriors. The Greyhounds, 30-12 winners, and advance to the second round of the city playoffs. Kerry Condor shut out and shut down the Marshall Commandos to advance to the second round of the city playoffs, winning 42 to zip. In the Public League Big Shoulders Conference, the Mather Rangers fall 31 to 8 to the Lincoln Park Lions. In the Public City Intra City One Conference, North Grand Eagle Owls losing to Allen Rood and the Von Steuben Panthers 29 to 6. Other Public League football action, Admison Vikings and coach Nick Olson winners over the Sin Bulldogs 28 to 6 and the Finger Titans shut out the Kelly Trojans 32 to zip. Now in Friday's action, some more Public League City playoffs. Phillip Wildcats big winners 53 to zip over the Clark Eagles. Our Raby Raiders winners over the Lane Tech Indians by 30 36 to 6. Perspectives Warriors blow out win over the Limbloom Eagles 47 to 6. And the Chicago Vocational, or if you're old school like me, you just know them as the CVS Cavaliers. Big winners over the Brooks Eagles 38 to 14. Bad day for the Eagles. South Shore Tars shut out by the Good STEM Academy Knights. Their winners 32 to zip. Roe Clark falls to Bulls College Prep 32 to 6. And then some Catholic League action out of the Catholic League Blue Division. Providence Celtics took on the Mount Carmel Caravan. It was the Caravan's homecoming. And the Celtics fell short by 1, 35 to 34. And out of the Catholic League White Division, the St. Lawrence Vikings took on the Wolfpack of St. Ignatius with the Wolfpack winning 28 to 7. Time now for our H2S2 Game of the Week, which features another first-round battle in the city playoffs between the Solario Sun Warriors and the Morgan Park Mustangs. Coach Matt Erlenbach takes his 6-2 Sun Warriors to go up against Coach Ken Rogers and his 5-3 Mustangs, the winner to advance to the next round of the city playoffs. This would be the first time these two teams have ever met. So the high expectations on both sides were there. A lot on the line. The Morgan Park Mustangs with a win could solidify an opportunity to go down state. As the Sun Warriors, already qualifiers for the state playoffs, are looking to advance and make way down to the city playoffs. The game first possession went to Solario as the Morgan Park Mustangs won the coin toss and chose to defer. The Sun Warriors would start off with the ball on their own 30-yard line. They were moving the ball with a strong mix of short passes by senior quarterback Quincy Patterson and some runs by their senior running back Jermaine Price. The Sun Warriors found themselves on the Morgan Park 10-yard line. With 7.48 left in the first quarter, Quincy Patterson scores the game's first touchdown on a 10-yard quarterback sneak. Senior kicker 
Oscar Isadero added an extra point to give the Sun Warriors a 7 to zip lead to start the game. Morgan Park Mustangs would mount a drive of their own beginning on their own 15-yard line and would go 82 yards to the Sun Warriors' 2-yard line with 5.19 left in the first quarter. The Mustangs' senior running back, Tylen Morgan, would score on a 2-yard touchdown run. The Mustangs were unable to convert for the 2-point conversion and now they found themselves 1 point behind the Sun Warriors trailing 7-6. to The Sun Warriors would then get a little pooch kick and they would recover the ball on the second kickoff of the ball game getting the ball on the Morgan Park's 48 yard line the Sun Warriors would drive the ball 46 yards to the Mustang two-yard line and with 356 left in the first quarter they would score again on a two-yard touchdown run by senior running back once again Jermaine Price and after a failed two-point attempt the Sun Warriors would increase their lead by a touchdown 13 to 6 that score would take us into the second quarter after the Mustangs were unable to score at the end of the first quarter. On the Sun Warriors' first possession of the second quarter, the Mustang defense caused the Sun Warriors to go for and out and coming up with a big sack that forced Solario to give up the ball for the Mustangs' first possession of the second quarter. Both teams' offenses would be slow to move the ball until Solario's Sun Warriors came up with a big interception late in the second quarter by junior quarterback and wide receiver Messiah Travis who returned the ball to the Morgan Park's 39 yard line. That wouldn't be the last play for Messiah Travis with 2.49 left in the first half of play. Messiah Travis would change sides of the ball from corner to wide receiver and score on a 23 yard touchdown pass from Quincy Patterson with another extra point. The Sun Warriors lead would increase to 20 to 6. The Mustangs would show no quit as they go into a hurry up offense and spread the ball around and marched down the field behind the arm of their senior quarterback, Benjamin Little. With 109 left to play in the first half of regulation, Benjamin B.J. Little hits senior running back Marcel Smith for a 23-yard touchdown pass, the Mustangs' second score of the game. The two-point conversion would not be good, and that would leave the Mustangs down by eight points, 20-12. to 12. The Mustangs would suffer a key loss at the end of the second quarter as their senior signal caller, B.J. Little, would get injured on a defensive play scrambling for a loose ball, which would cause the Mustangs quarterback to miss the rest of the game. We go into the halftime with the Sun Warriors leading the Morgan Park Mustangs 20-12. to Here's both coaches' thoughts about the team's play heading into the locker room. High School Holla. At the halftime of the first round of the city championship playoff between Morgan Park and Solario, I'm joined now with the head coach of the Morgan Park Mustangs, Coach Ken Rogers. Coach Rogers, assess your team's play in the first half. Running slow, slow. We got to be get off the ball faster. What adjustments will you going to have and make on both sides of the ball? Well, that's one thing we are going to do, make adjustments. Game's about making adjustments. I don't know which ones we're going to make right now, but we're going to make adjustments. Defensively, we already made the right adjustments. It's just for us now just to move the ball the right way. And what's the extent on the injury of B.J. Little? Don't know. Good luck the rest of the way. Thank you. 
High School Holla. Join now with the head coach of the Solario Sun Warriors, Matt Erlenbach. Assess your team's performance in the first half. Uh, you know, we came out a little flat here. Um, we had some good plays offensively, defensively very flat. That's something that we're looking to pick up for the second half. What adjustments at halftime did you go in and make with your team? Honestly, it's just really about wanting it, playing hard, all right, playing for each other. All right, thank you, Coach. Good luck the second half. Thank you. High School Holla. On the other side of the break, we'll recap the second half of this first round Chicago Public League playoff action and our H2S2 game of the week with the Solario Sun Warriors and the Morgan Park Mustangs. Stay with us. It's the High School Holler Sports Show. Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both local and national to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. Looking for future leaders we can trust and believe in? Look no further than the high school student athletes right here in Illinois. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It begins by making their grades and being on time for practice. It includes learning to listen following directions, accepting responsibility, being a good role model. And it's about respect for officials, opponents, the rules, and each other. The result? It transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. High school sports. There's so much more than just a game. This message presented by the Illinois High School Association and the Illinois Athletic Directors Association. Welcome back to the H2S2 show. Let's go to the second half of our H2S2 game of the week featuring the first round of the Chicago Public League City Playoff matchup between the Solorio Sun Warriors who lead the Morgan Park Mustangs at halftime 20-12. The second half will start with the Morgan Park Mustangs looking to produce on offense with the loss of B.J. Little turning to senior Lavelle Clark to run the offense as the QB. The Mustangs will take the ball in the start of the second half and was unable to move down the field due to a lot of penalties that forced the Mustangs to give up the ball back to the Solario on downs. The Sun Warriors would take the ball on their first possession with 9-11 into the third quarter and move the ball down the field, converting on third downs a number of times, marching all the way to the Mustangs' three-yard line. And Quincy Patterson would call that number again as he scores on his second rushing touchdown of the game on a three-yard run with the extra point, the Sun Warriors now lead it 27 to 12. 
the Morgan Park Mustangs down by two scores with fine life from a freshman on special teams. With 5.55 left in the third quarter, freshman running back Marquise Irving takes the Morgan Park kickoff return 75 yards for the Morgan Park touchdown. The Mustangs would convert for a two-point conversion and cut into the Solorio lead by a touchdown. 27-7 to is our score. The Sun Warriors would bounce back and a few plays later, moving the ball to the Mustangs' 36-yard line. With 4.15 left in the third quarter, Quincy Patterson would connect with his sophomore wide receiver, Allende Thompson, for a 36-yard touchdown pass. With a two-point conversion added, the Sun Warriors' lead would increase to 35-20. to Morgan Park would move the ball very little with a few miscues forced to punt on fourth and long. The Solario defense would come up big as the Sun Warriors' defense would block the Mustangs' punt out of bounds, giving Solario great field position on the Morgan Park 22-yard line. And with 2.55 left to play in the third quarter, a few plays later, having moved the ball to the Mustangs' 10-yard line, Quincy Patterson would strike again with 1 minute and 34 seconds left in the third quarter for his third touchdown pass, hooking up once again with junior Messiah Travis, scoring his second receiving touchdown of the day. And followed by another extra point, the Sun Warriors lead it now 42-20, going into the fourth and final quarter of play. The Morgan Park Mustangs just showed all heart and no quit. The Mustangs took the first possession in the fourth quarter, moving the ball on the quick passes and a huge pass interference call downfield to the Solario Sun Warriors 13-yard line. That's when senior Lavelle Clark hits junior wide receiver K.O. Glover for a 13-yard touchdown pass with 10-26 left in the fourth quarter. The Mustangs would convert on the two-point conversion, now trailing 42-22. The Mustangs would strike again quickly on a three-yard touchdown run off a quarterback sneak by Lavelle Clark to cut into the lead 42-28. The Sun Warriors would keep pressure on the Mustangs on both sides of the ball. The defense getting the ball to the offense on turnovers on downs, and the offense continued to score points. With 7.51 left in the game, the Sun Warriors had a freshman of their own to find the end zone as freshman running back Amaris Weatherspoon broke away for a 29-yard touchdown run behind the blocking of the stout offensive line of Solario. The Sun Warriors lead would increase even more, 48-28. to The final blow and score of the game would come from who else? The signal caller headed to Virginia Tech, Quincy Patterson, who would break for a 57-yard touchdown run, his third rushing TD of the game. The missed field goal will still give the Sun Warriors a commanding 54-28 lead. Family, that wasn't it. If scoring six times wasn't good enough for the senior Quincy Patterson, add an interception to end the game and seal the win for the Solario Sun Warriors who now advance to the second round of the city playoffs. We have comments from both coaches, Matt Erlenbach and Ken Rogers and the H2S2 shining star of the game, Quincy Patterson. Here's what they had to say. 
High School Holla. Stephen Spoon Ramsey with the High School Holla Sports Show. At the end of the first round of the Public League City Championship game with Solario Sun Warriors defeating the Morgan Park Mustangs 54 to 28. I'm joined now with the head coach of the Sun Warriors, Coach Matt Arlenbach. And Coach, congratulations on a great win. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Coach, how does it feel to win the first round in your team's performance overall? Uh, you know, a win's always good. Uh, we got some things to sharpen up for next week for sure, start a state playoffs. But anytime you get the W, it's a good thing. At halftime, you were only up a touchdown, and you came out and made some big adjustments in the second half. The team put up 34 points. Yeah, the offense definitely was rolling the second half. Hey, hats off to them. Again, uh, we'll sharpen stuff out on defense. Talk about on defense. You guys did come alive with some type of aggression. You guys had a block punt, two interceptions, and four sacks. Yeah, no, I mean, we did some good things, but then, you know, we, sometimes we had a couple breakdowns and, and big plays for that. As you mentioned, the Sun Warriors still have a lot of football to play. What do you see your team needs to work on going forward? Uh, you know, just sharpening everything up, you know, just the fundamentals. We need to sharpen up, come together, and we got to know that this is second season. So, you know, it's kind of winner go home uh, state-wise, and then, we, you know, for sure, well, not for sure, depending on what we do state, uh, continue um, CPS uh, playoffs. What do you tell the Sun Warriors after this victory? Hey, it's a good W, but we got to get back in and we got to sharpen some things up, but heads up and let's let's get after uh, whoever we got, uh, whoever we draw on Saturday. All right, congratulations, Coach. Good luck in state and the rest of the way for the city. Thank you. High School Holla. I'm joined now with the quarterback of the Solario Sun Warriors, Quincy Patterson. Congratulations, Quincy. How you feel about this victory? Uh, it was definitely one, uh, one for the books. Uh, you know, we came in knowing that, you know, they had a chip on their shoulder because if they lost, you know, they wouldn't go to state. And, you know, we just got to, you know, get a better seat for state. So we knew we had to come in and get the win. And we knew that they were going to come in high. You know, uh, first half was kind of shaky. Second half, we definitely picked it up. You know, that kind of shows, you know, the type of the play that we have that we can come back from, you know, a deficit like that. You guys played a rough first half. You were only up by a touchdown, 20 to 12. What adjustments did you guys make to come out? You guys put up 34 points in the second half. Oh, uh, well, well, offense, we just ran with what was working. Uh, you know, we kept running the ball, and we just killed them with that. So we just had to, uh, decided to stick to that and not, not shy away from it. And, you know, that got us the points on the board that we did get. And then, you know, threw a couple passes in there, you know, one for the touchdown. And, you know, like that, stuff like that gets your team hype. So then defense came and did that thing, and, you know, we ended up winning games like this. Now, Quince, everybody knows about your quarterback ability. At the end of this game, came up with an interception. Right. <laughs> How did that feel for you? Well, I missed two uh, interceptions. Then I got I got that last one, you know. That kind of, I, was, I was hyped for that one because I needed that one. Yeah, I needed that one. I needed that one. <laughs> All right, what do you want to say to Sun Warrior fans that support you and the Sun Warriors going forward? Oh, well, that we love them, man. You know, games like this for them. Going all the way to state for them. Good luck the rest of the way in state. Good luck the rest of the way in the city playoffs. Congratulations on the night. All right, thank you. Thank you. High School Holla. Now with the head coach of the Morgan Park Mustangs, Coach Ken Rogers. Coach Rogers, tough loss, but you guys never gave up. Off to them. That's true. That's true. What we're looking at for next year, you know, a lot of those seniors who played, they never played varsity before. You got three guys who actually played so we did a lot of this with smoke and mirrors but you know a lot of guys who stepped up but a lot of them wasn't ready you know but we'll be ready but by next year and next week make some adjustments guys got to be ready to play and what did you tell the team after this no practice tomorrow be ready to practice on monday what adjustments will you have to make not knowing the extent of bj littleton we we will go we'll make adjustments where it look like how the state play i think we'll make the state playoffs uh we got enough power points then we play solario we played well. We put up enough points, but, you know, we, we just didn't do the things that we need to do. Well, Coach, good luck to you and the Mustangs the rest of the way. Thank you. High School Holla. Uh.
We would like to thank both coaches, Matt Erlenbach and Ken Rogers, along with our shining star of the game, Quincy Patterson, for taking time to speak to us after the game. We want to let you know about a few other games slated for later on. Public Big Shoulders Conference matchup, Collins versus Schwartz at Lane Stadium. Public Great Lakes Conference, Ag Science versus Harper at Gately. Ellison versus Chicago Military Bronzeville at Hanson Stadium. Public Second City Conference, Sullivan taking on Phoenix at Rodney. Urban Prep West at Orr High School. Public Windy City Conference. Julian Jaguars taking on the Harlan Falcons at Gately Stadium. Urban Prep Bronzeville taking on Keene at Eckersaw Stadium. And out of the Southwest Suburban Conference, Thornwood at Thorn Ridge. And one Catholic League Blue Division matchup you don't want to miss is Brother Rice Crusaders at the Loyola Ramblers. Later on tonight, the IHSA Parent Show will air on NBC Sports Chicago at 8 p.m. tonight. The IHSA Football Playoff Parent Show will reveal the brackets and first-round matchups of all 256 playoff qualifiers across the eight classes of football. You can be a part of the show via Twitter. You can ask questions and interact with the host during the broadcast at hashtag IHSA Brackets. Chicago, we have a lot of contenders headed to state from Chicago Public League. I'm encouraging everyone, calling out all the politicians, the principals, athletic directors, upper administration of CPS, everyone involved with a CPS school or student, parents, grandparents, legal guardians, straight A students, thank you Lordy students, other athletic coaches, Balcony, family, friends, every security guard that wear those red shirts at all the athletic events across the city. And yes, even you listening right now, let's stand up for these teams selected to compete downstate who have young men doing some great things by competing on the field rather than in the streets. This is the time to show them the city has their back. So tune in tonight and get ready for a road trip downstate and drop any of the knuckleheads off at the JTDC. If you don't know what that is, that's the Juvenile Temporary Detention Center. We are a prep rally for change. We bring in high school pride back into the Chicago high school sports. So let's support them. Always remember, if you miss any of the high school sports scores from around the city of Chicago, you can visit our website urbanfieldhousemedia.com the H2S2 scoreboard has updates on other sports other games that take place throughout the week also you can check those games out being played later today up next on the H2S2 show the Divas take center court for the city championship in girls volleyball we give you a full recap next in Divas Sports on the H2S2 high school holler sports show Imagine a world where kids no longer played football, or baseball, or basketball. Hard to imagine? Well, what if no adults wanted to officiate? Right now, there's a critical shortage of high school officials, and you can do your part to make sure kids keep playing. For more information on how to become a licensed IHSA official, contact your local high school or visit the IHSA website at IHSA.org. A message from the Illinois High School Association. Stay in the game. 
With a name like Cruise Planners, you might expect us to only sell, well, cruises. But in fact, what we sell are unforgettable travel experiences, regardless of where you're headed or how you'll get there. Because we believe the freedom to travel should come with a freedom of choice. We call it our Cruisitude, a positive outlook on life and zest for travel. Whether you're looking for an all-inclusive resort in the Caribbean, a history-rich European tour, an exciting African safari, an intimate river cruise, a memorable ocean voyage, or a destination wedding of a lifetime. Cruise Planners helps take the stress and burden of planning it all off your shoulders. Because we understand the hardest part about travel is the actual planning. You know, spending hours upon hours online, comparing prices, reading hotel reviews from people you don't even know, and trying to figure out what to do when you get there. I mean, why spend four weeks planning your one-week vacation? It can take the fun out of the experience. But luckily, Cruise Planners Travel Advisors are travel rock stars. All of our travel agents are travelers like you, but have an encyclopedia of travel knowledge. So just let them know what you want to experience, and like that, they can personally design your ultimate vacation, no matter your travel style or budget. And you can take all of that knowledge with you when you download the Cruise Planners mobile app. So much travel information right in the palm of your hand. Cruise Planners is an American Express travel representative and also has access to exclusive travel offers so you won't have to worry about whether you're getting the best value for your experience. Your Cruise Planners travel professional is here to help turn your travel dreams into a travel reality. So contact your Cruise Planners travel advisor today. High School Holla. Welcome back to the H2S2 High School Holler Sports Show. Time now for Diva Sports, brought to you by our new sponsor, CP Travel Squad. For the best in cruises and resort vacations, to book a vacation with an unforgettable experience, just call Monera at 312-371-5985. You can also check out other great deals on Facebook at CP Travel Squad the official sponsors of the H2S2 Diva Sports segment. Because on this segment, as you already know, we represent for the girl athlete who keep their heads, heels, and standards high. That's right. We want to tell you about another event hosted by Baylor Basketball. It's the Chicago Women's Juco Jamboree. It kicked off yesterday and continues throughout today. Go check it out. Taking place at the South Holland Center, Ho-Chuck Nation, 19701 Stony Island in Linwood, Illinois. For more information, you can go to BaylorBasketball.org. That's Toy Baylor, a great friend of the show, doing big things for girls basketball. Also in Diva Sports, we are so proud of two teams that ironically met up for two great volleyball matches to crown both the Junior Varsity and the Varsity Girls Volleyball Champions in the Chicago Public League. 
both matches featured the same schools going up against one another as the Jones Lady Eagles took on the Whitney Young Lady Dolphins and both would compete JV and Varsity City Championships. We'll start with a look at the JV match that went the distance as both teams were young and prepared for a battle. Yet, it was the veterans of Whitney Young that pulled out the victory in two sets to claim the Junior Varsity City Championship over the Jones Lady Eagles. We caught up with the Jones head coach of the JV, Coach Howard Poo, and some of the players from the Junior Varsity City Champions, Whitney Young Lady Dolphins, to get their thoughts about this exciting city championship. High School Holla. Spoon Ramsey with the High School Holla Sports Show. I'm joined now with the head coach of Jones. They beat volleyball. And Coach Tough lost. You guys were victorious last year against the same Whitney Young team. This year, I lost a bunch of my sophomores from last year. And I'm trying to build for the next two years, not just this year. So I actually had um, eight freshmen. And most of the starting squad was freshmen. So I take it as a learning experience for them. Coach Walters, I'll give her a lot of credit. She's been a varsity coach for a while, and so tough competition. I got outcoached by a really great coach. Well, what did you tell your girls after a game like this? Told them before the game that this game didn't define them and the season. I thought we had a really good season. Um, we were building eight great freshmen, and so I told them regardless of the outcome of this match, I was really proud of them. And I was just trying to send a message that their value is not determined by one game. It's what they do with it. And so if we lose, we lose and we learn from it. So um, I said no tears. Our tears came out when we had our um, team talk and shared about our good experiences this year. So um, it's, about, it's about growing as individuals and learning how to fight. We're coached with a, such a young squad. Future looks bright next year. Yeah, um, I will be very fortunate if uh, Casey, the varsity coach, doesn't take any of them. Um, but that's that's the nice thing about Jones. We get great girls and very supportive parents. Um, so I look forward to the next year. Well, coach, congratulations on a great season, a great effort here tonight. And we look forward to watching Jones do some great things. Thank you. High School Holler. Spoon Ramsey with the High School Holler Sports Show. I'm joined now with... Hi, I'm Drew Townsell. I'm captain and outside hitter. Hi, I'm Bianca Hernandez. I'm captain and setter. Hi, I'm Laura Reznor and I'm the libero. Hi, I'm Alicia Tirolde and I'm the outside hitter. The champions of the Chicago Public League sophomore volleyball team, Whitney Young, Lady Dolphins. Congratulations. And how does it feel to be champions of the Chicago Public League? It feels really good, especially because last year we played Jones and in this exact same place, exact same game, and we lost to them, so it feels good to get revenge. And Bianca, talk about what was your mindset coming into today's game? Um, well, as Drew said, last year we played Jones and we lost to them, so this year we just really wanted to push and beat them and show them that we were better and just have fun and do really great. <laughs> now, Laura, did you guys practice anything special coming into today? Uh, we practiced a lot of serve receive and everything that we can do to have the best possible game and try our hardest and win. So we all talked about Jones and how Jones beat you guys last year. Was that the chief motivating factor for you and you are? Alicia Tirolde. Um, For me, 
I actually just wanted to win for myself and my team because we've worked so hard this season to um, make it this far, and we just I just really wanted to push for us. I'm going to ask each of you this question. This is a, a great starting point for you guys. How does it feel when people look at you and say, you guys are city champions? It feels amazing. Yeah, it feels so good. Yeah, it's great. Honorable. Now, what made you guys choose Whitney Young? Um, I've been working with their coach since I was younger, and I like them. And, like, basically, they make me feel like a family, and my brother went there and play, it was an athlete there also. Oh, no pressure at all, huh? Yeah. <laughs> what made you choose Whitney? Um, also, like, Drew, my sister went to Whitney, and so she was there since um, seventh grade to the academic program. So I just watched her, like, grew up watching her grow up at Whitney, and it was really just really awesome, like, seeing her at Whitney, and it was, like, you could really see how they were a family there, and I just I really wanted to be a part of that. And what about you? Um, I think the academics and the level of talent and sports we have here is just great, and it's just a great school. Also, like Drew and Bianca, my older sister went to Whitney, so I think really like going to her events it helped me like notice the connection we had as a school. So I really wanted to go there and like to be the best. Now, what's next for the Lady Dolphins? You guys claim city. You guys get opportunity to go for the state. No, actually, as JV, we don't get the opportunity to go to state, but um, we're going to start conditioning and training for next year. You guys are already talking about next year. So what is the expectation for you guys next year? To keep on winning and playing hard and always doing the best you can. Yeah, also just um, to improve over the club season so that we can be a better team next year and keep pushing, maybe hopefully win state to work together so we can claim state. Hopefully they do that this year and we have big shoes to fill because we have some phenomenal seniors. Last question, I'm gonna let it be for the team captain. Does it help to play with these girls that you're playing with right now and seeing the shoes that you have to fill? Does it help you guys motivate to keep this tradition going? Yeah, um, all the girls, basically, like, I love them so much. I've known a lot of them since I was younger. And um, as I motivate them as captain, they motivate me also. Hey, well, congratulations to each and every one of you. I'm going to give you guys one final thing. What would you want to say to the Dolphin faithful who cheers you guys on all season long and watch you capture this title? I love you. Um, just thank you for coming out. It, like, really means a lot and helps. Yeah, we love you so much, and thanks for all your motivation and things that you gave us. Thank you for all your support and coming out to our games and cheering for us. It really helps. Hey, congratulations to the Lady Dolphins, sophomore city champions. Congratulations, girl. Thank you. High School Holla. Congratulations once again to the Junior Varsity City Champions, Whitney Young, Lady Dolphins. The next match, as we mentioned, featured the same two teams. This time, Big Sister took center court as the Jones Lady Eagles look to avenge their little sister's loss to a team that they've had a hard time beating, the Big Sisters of the Whitney Young Lady Dolphins, who were looking to claim their fourth city championship and make it a night of sweeps for the Whitney Young Girl Volleyball Programs. The Lady Eagles of Jones wouldn't hear of that as they quickly jumped out on the Lady Dolphins in the first set, winning it 25 to nine. Whitney Young fought and had to regroup and to claim a second set in order to push Jones to a third and deciding set. The Lady Dolphins fought hard, but came up short 
The Lady Eagles of Jones were simply too much on this night, winning the second set 25-16 and claiming the 2017 City Championship in girls volleyball. Here's the reaction from both coaches and a few of the seniors from the City Champion Jones Lady Eagles volleyball team. High School Holla. Spoon Ramsey with the High School Holler Sports Show. I'm joined with the city champion of varsity volleyball, Coach Casey Feeney. Coach Feeney, terrific win for you and your girls today. It was. It was a really good win. Um, you know, last year we played Whitney Young in the finals and we lost in the third set. We played them earlier this year. We lost 23-25 in the third set. So, you know, we had a lot going into this. We, <laughs> we panicked last night against Lane Tech. Took, they took us to three, you know, so... They, they earned it. They played, they played so hard tonight. Talk about what you're feeling right now for your girl. Um, I'm so proud. I'm so proud. They've been working so hard. This core group of seniors has been up on varsity since they were freshmen. So, I mean, it's just been building every year towards this. You know, this is some great momentum going into regional playoffs. You know, we're the top seed in our regional. And then we have to go into Macaulay. So, you know, like, every little bit helps. Assess your overall season right now leading up to this victory. You know, the city was down this year. Us and Whitney really just sort of were heads and tails above everybody else. And so it wasn't until last night when we played Lane Tech and they, they played so hard against us that we had been pushed, you know. And so that was so nice for us to have that challenge coming into this match. And I think we were just ready. We were ready to go from the start. How do you get ready and get your girls prepared for state? You know, a, a lot of senior leadership, keeping the girls focused in the gym. You know, city championship is always a pivotal point in the, in the season because it's like you could turn here or you could keep pushing forward you know and I, I think these girls want it they're all off-season players they know they know what the deal is so what do you tell this victorious Jones Eagle team man it's about time <laughs> coach you got a, a gym hat of Eagle fans what do you want to say to them go Eagles congratulations and good luck the rest of the way thank you high school holla City championship between Jones Eagles and the Whitty Young Dolphins. I'm joined with the head coach of the Lady Dolphins, Coach Keith Kajal. And Coach, tough loss for your Lady Dolphins. Well, we definitely didn't play well. Uh, it was very devastating because that was supposed to be our fourth consecutive city championship. Head to head, we're well now we're one to one against them, and I expected to win. I didn't expect what we saw today. Uh, and as I told them, we should have worked harder from the beginning and to use this for motivation for the upcoming state tournament. What do you think led to the uh, tough loss? Two things, our ball control, our first contact off serve, um, probably again the worst I've seen, and then uh, the outside hitter Jill, who was unstoppable. Uh, what's the game plan now that you have to regroup and get your team ready to go down state? Continue to work on our blocking. Our, again, our first contact, that was by far our worst performance. It's not typical of them. And also work on our defense. We, we very much suffered on blocking defense. How do you turn a tough loss into a motivation factor to go forward? I told these girls from the beginning there's, they're a special group and they have the ability to go further than just sectionals, super sectionals. Mother McCauley's a great team, but they're not the best. Maris is a great team, but they're not the best. Anybody can win. We have the potential. We're a very well-rounded team. If we play like we should, we can give anybody a run for their money. What did you tell your team when you briefly huddled by the bench? After the match, 
I told them to remember this, remember how it feels, and use this for motivation so that you can never have it happen again. Unless it's a knockdown, drag out fight, and all play on both sides was excellent, which ours tonight was not. Well, Coach Kajawa, good luck to you and the Lady Dolphins the rest of the way. Thank you. High School Holla. Congratulations to the Jones Lady Eagles for claiming a city championship. Hi, my name is Jill Kath. I'm a senior and I'm an outside hitter. Hi, my name's Anna and I'm a senior and I'm a setter. Hi, my name is Mariella. I'm a senior and I'm a middle. Tell us about how this feels for you guys. You guys have met this Lady Dolphin team quite often. Oh, yeah. But to bring home a victory, not only a victory, but a city championship. We've been waiting for this since our freshman year, planning on it. Um, we came into this just so excited. No one was nervous. We were just ready. We were so determined to win, and we did it. We got an extra person joining us in the interview. Your name? I'm Jay Thomas, senior. Yes. Right, talk about how this big win. Um, it's amazing. I mean, we've all been working up for this moment the entire season. Um, it's our senior year, so we obviously wanted to end it with a bang, and that's exactly what we did. We knew this was our year. We knew we wanted to come out, and we wanted to win, and that's exactly what we did. Uh, it feels amazing. Like, I'm honestly speechless because I've been dreaming about this, just beating Whitney since my freshman year because we've never beaten them in conference or anything. So it's just an unbelievable win. Yeah, absolutely. We've been definitely training for this for so long, since probably freshman year. And I don't know, I'm also kind of speechless. Um, it's been so long, and I think today we really pulled it together, finished really well. What was you guys' mindset coming into today's match and knowing that it was for a city championship? Focused, absolutely focused. On the bus right here, we were pumped up, ready to go, and we came in ready to win. We came in listening to All I Do Is Win, so we were ready <laughs> from before the game even started. <laughs> yeah, I think the number one thing was also to keep our energy up because throughout the season we've been struggling with uh, being mentally strong, and I think we definitely did that tonight. Yeah, the number one thing we wanted to focus on was pushing, and we just constantly pushed. We never let up, and that's how we always hit the lead. You guys won in two sets. Were you surprised? Um, no. The way we played the first set, we kept them under 10 points. We knew the second set was going to be a breeze. Talk about going down to compete for a state title. I think that this win was the ultimate confidence booster for going into state. And I think uh, we're even more confident going to state now that we're going to win a regional title and maybe even further. Does it matter who you guys meet up? No, we're going to be ready for anyone. It's, uh, every team's the same. We can beat ball. Now, quickly, going into today, what did the coach tell you guys coming into today's Win. That we better win. <laughs> and that he was ready for a city championship. And so we pushed really hard and we got it. <laughs> you guys performed in front of a packed gym. I mean, no ways, but every time you guys touched the ball, what do you want to say to the Eagles fans that supported you guys? Thank you so much. Like, <laughs> um, we always try to be big on um, school spirit. And so having people actually come down from Jones and come down to Quest was really big for us. And that was really nice. Yeah, it means a lot that like our closest friends were all here cheering us on. Because like Mariela said, we're all about school spirit. And it means a lot when all the students come out and cheer for us. Yeah, the Eagle's Nest has the best fans. So <laughs> I like having, them, yeah, having them come out was definitely a plus for us. Yeah, we, we love them. <laughs> well, congratulations to the Jones Lady Eagles, your city champions in girls volleyball. Congratulations. High School Holla. 
once again, congratulations. Great group of girls on both teams, on all four teams, I should say. So congratulations to both the Jones Lady Eagles and the Whitney Young Lady Dolphins. On the flip side of the break, we'll talk city hoops as we get you ready for the Chicago Elite Basketball Classic. And we'll tell you where one of the nation's and Chicago's top ballers will be playing next year. Stay tuned. It's the H2S2 Show. Holla! With a name like Cruise Planners, you might expect us to only sell, well, cruises. But in fact, what we sell are unforgettable travel experiences, regardless of where you're headed or how you'll get there. Because we believe the freedom to travel should come with a freedom of choice. We call it our cruisitude, a positive outlook on life and zest for travel. Whether you're looking for an all-inclusive resort in the Caribbean, a history-rich European tour, an exciting African safari, an intimate river cruise, a memorable ocean voyage, or a destination wedding of a lifetime. Cruise Planners helps take the stress and burden of planning it all off your shoulders. Because we understand the hardest part about travel is the actual planning. You know, spending hours upon hours online comparing prices, reading hotel reviews from people you don't even know, and trying to figure out what to do when you get there. I mean, why spend four weeks planning your one-week vacation? It can take the fun out of the experience. But luckily, Cruise Planners Travel Advisors are travel rock stars. All of our travel agents are travelers like you, but have an encyclopedia of travel knowledge. So just let them know what you want to experience, and like that, they can personally design your ultimate vacation, no matter your travel style or budget. And you can take all of that knowledge with you when you download the Cruise Planners mobile app. So much travel information right in the palm of your hand. Cruise Planners is an American Express travel representative and also has access to exclusive travel offers so you won't have to worry about whether you're getting the best value for your experience. Your Cruise Planners travel professional is here to help turn your travel dreams into a travel reality. So contact your Cruise Planners travel advisor today. Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both local and national to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. High School Holla. Welcome back to the High School Holla Sports Show, the H2S2. Let's talk a little city hoops. We want to start off by saying congratulations to Morgan Park's Io DeSamanu, who committed to playing ball for the University of Illinois, the Fighting Illini. He made it official this week, and it's great to see some more home talent staying close, repping for the state of Illinois. I'm predicting it now. Some big things are about to happen for the state of Illinois in terms of college basketball. You remember Cool Hand Luke from Whitney Young, Lucas Williamson? He committed to Loyola, 
and now Io headed to Illinois. I'm telling you, this trend might begin with these two, and we'll see the state repping hard in college basketball on the next level. Also in City Hoops, December marks the annual Chicago Elite Basketball Classic at the UIC Pavilion, December 1st and 2nd. If you've never attended this tournament, then I encourage you to get your tickets early. Come out and watch our state teams battle some of the best outside of the state. Now, Sun-Times reporter Joe Hendrickson wrote a great article breaking the teams down in depth of all who's going to participate in this year's Chicago Elite Basketball Classic. I'm just going to run through a few. Repping for the state of Illinois, Bloomington brings in one of the teams, state's top teams. Champaign Central has one of the top ten prospects coming to town. Fenwick, the Friars. You remember them runner-ups to Morgan Park last year in the Class 3A championship. Kenwood Broncos represent for Hyde Park. And they also got some great unsung players that you'll be keeping an eye on for the Broncos. Lions Township returning two awesome guards to lead that squad into the Classic. Oak Park River Forest. They won 24 games last year. So they bring in a hot squad. Riverside Brookfield, their longtime assistant coach is now their head coach. So that program is going to stay intact. St. Rita, the Mustangs, strong contenders in the Catholic League, whose coach also was one of the head coaches in the final McDonald All-American game played here in Chicago. The last three all teams repping hard for CPS and Chicago high school basketball with some of the nation's top prospects and ballers. Morgan Park, Class 3A favorites, again led by Ayo Dasamanu. Whitney Young, Class 4A defending champs, led by Xavier Castanilla and Javon Freeman. And Simeon, runners-up in the Class 4A, led by Talon Horton Tucker, another major prospect. Those teams will be repping for the state of Illinois. Now, repping for other parts of the states, uh, on the other parts of the nation, Chaminade and Bashan. Bashan, who won four straight championships. Both teams coming out of St. Louis. Gray Collegiate Academy out of South Carolina will be coming in. La Lumiere High School out of Indiana. National Prep Powerhouse School. Sunrise Christian Academy will be coming from Kansas. We want the entire city of Chicago to come out and support these teams. Let's show them some love as this collection of great high school talent comes to compete at the UIC Pavilion December 1st and 2nd. For more information, you can go to the Chicago Elite Classic website. Let's pack out the UIC Pavilion, Chi-Town, and remember, leave the knuckleheads at home. No violence. This is a family peaceful event. We want to start something here in Chicago. If you got a knucklehead, drop them off at 26 in California that weekend. Please, we mentioned before at the top of the show, join in the Kizo Brown Challenge on Twitter. Hashtag Kizo Brown Challenge as we pray and support our young brother back well. We want to rebroadcast an interview done earlier this year 
regarding the Illinois Basketball Coaches Association, known as the IBCA. The IBCA has been serving basketball coaches in Illinois since 1971 by promoting better basketball for the state of Illinois and being a strong voice for Illinois basketball coaches within the IHSA. Another thing they're doing is having a fundraiser to build a museum to display the rich history of Illinois basketball. So we thought it would be great to rebroadcast the interview with Jim Tracy, Executive Director of IBCA, telling us more about the efforts for the Illinois Basketball Museum and how you can support this great effort to preserve the rich history of Illinois basketball. Here's the rebroadcast with our interview with the Executive Director, Jim Tracy of the IBCA. High School Holla. Welcome back, Stephen Spoon Ramsey with you on the High School Holla Sports Show. The Illinois Basketball Coaches Association, known as IBCA, the IBCA has been serving basketball coaches in the state of Illinois since 1971 by promoting better basketball for the state of Illinois and being a strong voice for Illinois basketball coaches within IHSA. Another thing they do is bring together some great talent from across the state of Illinois to participate in an annual all-star game as well as they are having a fundraiser to build a museum to display the rich history behind illinois basketball to tell us more about it joining us by phone we welcome the executive director of the ibca and a st lawrence alum jim tracy as our special guest on the h2s2 show hey good morning jim Good morning, Stephen. It's great to be with you today. Oh, man. Great having you. Great having you. First off, Jim, let's get started. How proud are you of your St. Lawrence Vikings? They didn't quite get it. They were one game away from the state championship in baseball, but it's a tough task just to get that far. Absolutely. You know what? Our, our guys will play for third place today, but we're incredibly proud of them and the coaches. Uh, this is a group that has been incredibly committed and dedicated. Uh, they have worked their tails off. Uh, the coaches are outstanding men and try to bring out the best in young men they coach every day. So it's, it's really special to see a team like that go as far as they have because they're doing it the right way. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, what year did you graduate from St. Lawrence, Jim? I graduated in 1972. I tell the kids there, I think there might have still been dinosaurs around. But, uh, <laughs> Long time. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's not that long ago, Jim. Not that long ago. You're still you're still juvenile. <laughs> still juvenile. Uh, now, Jim, as I mentioned, you are the executive director of the Illinois Basketball Coaches Association, also known as IBCA. Tell us more about the IBCA and its mission statement for high school basketball and coaches across the state of Illinois. Well, Stephen, you actually did a very good job explaining what we're about with your introduction. Well, thank you. I will you. tell you, Jim, you're very welcome. Uh, I will tell you that uh, we are designed to serve coaches and through our coaches, the young people that they work with throughout the state of Illinois. Uh, we do that in a variety of ways. Uh, one of those is the clinics that we have in the fall. We have a big statewide clinic held at the campus of Illinois Wesleyan and Bloomington. And that's in early uh, September. Uh, we have some top top line speakers, uh, you know, from all over the country coming and speak, along with some high school coaches from Illinois. So it's a nice variety of coaches that 
we have, and then we have some satellite clinics up in the Chicago area, all the way down south in Pinckneyville. Uh, we have another one in the south suburbs, um, and we're hoping to have another one this year in central Illinois. So we're trying to serve coaches from around the state with our clinics. Wow. Uh, another thing that we do with our coaches is uh, we do have a Hall of Fame banquet. Okay. It is an unbelievable thing. You'd have to be there to see it. But we normally have between 1,200 and 1,400 individuals. It wow. Is Coach of the Year banquet along with our Hall of Fame induction banquet. That's so wonderful. we've got an incredible Hall of Fame in the state of Illinois with our uh, Illinois Basketball Coaches Association. And one of the things that is so important is Chuck Rolinski founded this organization in 1971 with a bunch of other legendary coaches. Coach Rolinski's vision was to take care of all the people that make the game great. So our Hall of Famers include coaches, players. We now have a career coach category for those coaches that may have been longtime assistants that need to be recognized for their service of 30-plus years. Oh, that's awesome. Also, that's different. We also recognize the media. We have media Hall of Famers. We have officials, and a lot of coaches might not like that, but we do that. <laughs> officials make the game go. They take care of kids, and they take care of coaches, and we've got some. They teach great sportsmanship. Absolutely. <laughs> and then uh, finally, uh, we have friends of the game, super fans, people who have dedicated themselves, athletic directors in some cases, who maybe not haven't coached, but have made the game better for many, many years for kids and coaches. So we try to serve people in a variety of capacities that way. And then, of course, we have our all-star game here in the beginning of June, which uh, which we're at right now. Now, that's taking place in Pontiac, correct? Yes. Pontiac is a great city. They have welcomed us with open arms. When Coach Rolinski passed away in September of 2014, we had all our meetings and everything that we did with the IBCA in a little town called Toluca, which is about... 35 minutes northwest of Peoria. And we were kind of orphaned, if you will, when Coach passed. And we kind of moved toward Pontiac because it was back then when we started to kind of get the direction that Pontiac might be the best place for us to have the museum and event center that we hope to grow here within about a year and a half. And again, the, the Pontiac people have been so outstanding. The Pontiac tournament, won again this past year by Simeon High School is one of the finest, if not the finest. Yes, I, I agree. I definitely Going agree. All the way back to 1926. So they've got a phenomenal tradition, a history of excellence, and they bring together some of the finest teams from all over the state of Illinois. So they know how to do things right down here in Pontiac. Now, talk, talk to us a little bit more about the All-Star Game, and then we'll talk some more about the museum, because I'm very interested to hear about the Illinois Basketball Museum. Now, how are the players from around the state of Illinois chosen to participate in this All-Star Game? That's a great question, Stephen. We have a process where during state tournament time for the girls and the boys, the 1A, 2A, 3A, 4A for both, we have a, a committee of coaches that select our all-state teams. And we like to think that with the selection of these teams by coaches from all the districts from around the state, there's 21 districts within our state, we have representation from pretty much every one of those districts. So 
kids that deserve to be recognized are recognized, and they're being recognized by the coaches that have either coached them or coached against them. So I think there's tremendous credibility to our process in terms of finding the best young women and the best young men to be true IBCA All-State players. Once we select our All-State players, we then look to those players that are seniors. And those are the young people that are invited to be IBCA All-Stars. Unfortunately, we don't get all of the players that are selected because they have college commitments. A lot of uh, your Division I type players are already off to their schools. We have had a good history of those young men that, uh, that have gone to Illinois universities. They do try to get here out of loyalty to the state. Uh, uh, the basketball player of the year in Illinois for the boys this year is Mark Smith. Right, going to right. The U of five. He will be here today. Okay. He that's will be great. here today. So that's, that's the process that's involved. And we, we reach out to the seniors, and then they get one more time to be a high school great experience here with our IBCA All-Star Game in Pontiac. Now, Jim, that's a great game, and that's an annual game, correct? It's every year, yes, right? Yes, it is. Okay. Yes, it is. Now, Jim, you mentioned about the uh, Illinois Basketball Museum. Tell us more about the plans for this museum. Well, we have had hopes and dreams of the museum, and again, this was Coach Rolinski's vision uh, throughout his time as the longtime executive director of the Illinois Basketball Coaches Association, but... More recently, we, we had a situation where uh, another town reached out to us and kind of told us, hey, we're going to make this happen for you and so on. Long story short of that is things kind of fell through. And so we were kind of left hanging there. And it was shortly after that that Pontiac reached out to us and said, hey, we've got a, we've got a, a, a business area, mall area that right now is underdeveloped. There's an abandoned Kmart not being used right now. It's a business group that owns that is looking to redevelop it. And with that, they're willing to allow us here in Pontiac, willing to allow us to possibly use that facility as a potential museum site. So we became very excited about that. And the city of Pontiac has been fantastic to work with the mayor down here uh, uh, Mr. Russell uh, couldn't be more welcoming to us and we're looking to share that museum with another transportation museum one of the things that's so unique about Pontiac is how welcoming they are to everybody but that's because they've got five museums in town already Wow! it is our hope we would be six and then we would be sharing the other half of the Kmart building with the Transportation Museum. And the beauty of that is it's right, the building is literally right on Route 66, which is a huge travel destination. Historic Route 66. <laughs> Route 66. So when you look at tourism in Illinois, Chicago is first, obviously, with all the wonderful things we have up in our great city. Springfield being the capital and the land of Lincoln and everything else, Springfield is second. But the city of Pontiac is third in the state of Illinois in tourism. So again, another thing that the Pontiac people really know how to do extremely well. Absolutely. Now, Jim, tell our listeners in the Chicagoland area and the surrounding areas, how can they be a part in supporting this great museum? Uh, Stephen, we really appreciate you putting that out there to people. Uh, our website for the IBCA is www.pontiac.com. 
ibcailinois.org. And if you check out that website, you'll see a variety of things. Obviously, we have very prominently displayed about our All-Star Games this weekend, but that's where all information is about clinics, uh, Hall of Fame bank with pictures, everything else like that from those events. But we have a specific section of that dedicated to our museum where it has our mission statement. Uh, we have a business plan in place, and we have had a portfolio developed by a group up in the Chicago area uh, that is uh, named the Maud Group. The Maud they Group. They have just treated okay. the Maud Group, M-A-U-D-E. Uh, Joe Maud and his company have just been outstanding to work with. And people are blown away when they see the portfolio that the Maud Group has put together for us. And we have it listed on the website. We also have an area there which explains how donations could be made for any support that people might be able to give. But if there would be any corporate uh, individuals out there that, that would see their way uh, clear to wanting to be able to help in a process like this, with all the great stories that we're hoping to tell, to keep the history of the game alive. There's so much tradition, so many wonderful things that need to be shared. That's one big part of what we're doing, but we also want to have an interactive part to our museum. We hope to have two half courts back in the back of this old Kmart building where the ceilings are elevated, where we can have clinics, we can have three-on-three tournaments. Ah, I love it. Kids. Love it. Uh, we'll have chances to do little dribbling drills, all kinds of things like that. And then truly a third part of our museum is we want it to be an event center. Hopefully we're going to get young people to come down from Chicago, uh, bust in from Peoria, come up from Centralia, come over from Effingham, all around the state. And what we hope to have are programs designed to develop literacy. We're looking at how we can implement programs that talk about saying no to drugs and guns. And, uh, you know, so there's so many things attached to this which hopefully people will be able to see really reaches out to truly taking care of kids as well as really growing, preserving, but then continuing to grow the game of basketball with all the great parts of it you know, for years and years to come. And, and the true shame of this, Stephen, is if we don't do this thing now, it's probably never going to happen in our lifetime. So we really have a sense of urgency about what we're doing and really, really hoping that we can make this thing become a reality. And our plan would be to get it to where we could do an opening within about a year to a year and a half here in Pontiac. Well, I'm soliciting the listeners from the Chicagoland area and the fan support of the H2S2 show. Let's get behind this, this movement to preserve the rich tradition of Illinois basketball and let's support this museum the best way we can corporate sponsors individual sponsorship donations we are in full support of this Jim man I we allow every guest to do this as uh, who appear on the show so we want to give you a quick opportunity um, before we go to break to do as we say say hello to those who support you support the IBCA support St. Lawrence Give a holler out to the people who are listening in support of you. Well, we're going to give a holler out to our Vikings who are playing for third place today in the state finals over there. So we appreciate that. Stephen, i got to give a shout out to you. As a fellow Catholic leaguer and a Mendel Monarch, it's great to be with you. And we really appreciate all you're doing to get the word of the game out there. And, and, and basically what you're doing is you're taking care of kids. And that's what this is all about anyway. Um, 
finally, we want to shout out to Pontiac here and the great things that all the yes. people here do to take care of our all-star players and all-star coaches, making something very, very special for them here with their last high school basketball experience. Absolutely. Jim, thank you for joining us. And come back soon. Update us on the, the progress of the museum and any of the other things that the IBCA are involved in. Uh, we'll be more than happy to be the voice for you guys as well. Stephen, thank you so much. I can't tell you what a pleasure it is to be with you. And again, thank you so much for all you do to take care of kids and to make this game better in the state, or sports in general. Uh, sports is a great vehicle for helping kids do all the right things and kind of stay away from those things where they shouldn't be uh, shouldn't be involved. All right. Thank you, Jim. That's Executive Director of the IBCA, Jim Tracy. High School Holler. The blessings come down when the praises go up. The blessings come down. Well, that's our show for this week. We're glad that you could join us for another Saturday morning, sharing a part of it with us. We'd like to say a special thanks to all our coaches for their time and talking with us. Girl volleyball coaches Casey Feeney, Howard Hu of Jones and the Lady Eagles, and Keith Kujawa of the Whitney Young Lady Dolphins. Our CPS athletic directors, we'd like to say thank you to Cynthia Irvin and Jatan Jackson for their assistance in us covering the Chicago Public League throughout the week. Our coaches from the H2S2 Game of the Week, Ken Rogers of Morgan Park, Matt Erlenbach, and along with Quincy Patterson of Solario. Thank you to all of our segment sponsors and partners of the show for making it possible for us to bring you the best coverage of high school sports in Chicago. Also, you, our listeners, we got to thank you for joining us each and every Saturday. Big hollers out to my broadcast brothers, Craig C.W. Wallace and Captain Kurt, Curtis D. Randall. Special hugs and kisses to my beautiful wife, Donna Ramsey, who encourages me all week long to be better. Thank you. I love you, my beautiful wife. If you miss any parts of today's show, you can always listen to this broadcast and other archive shows and segments on our website, urbanfieldhousemedia.com. Our podcast is also available on iTunes and SoundCloud. You can find us under Urban Fieldhouse Media. Holler at us on Facebook, Twitter, and Snapchat now. I told y'all we've come up. We're on Snapchat now. Follow us at Urban Fieldhouse and also like the High School Holler Sports page on Facebook. Until next week, we'll holler at you next Saturday. God bless and be safe for the rest of the weekend. We love you. Holler back, y'all. That even the Jericho boss must fall. Every wall must
High School Holla.